G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and shine on Australia's Vision Christian Radio. It's your Friday podcast. Uh, we like to call it a bit of a Friday around here. The weekend is on the way. Hooray! Bell Thompson here, and Bell, we've got a special guest just for the podcast. Uh, my oldest son, Drum and Jacobus Payne. Welcome, Drum. Hello. Very exclusive. <laughs> I'm here for like 30 seconds. Hooray! Yes. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. For the intro and the outro of the podcast, we've got Drum here now. Drum, you've been down here doing some work in Studio Two. Yes. Uh, for the V180. Just devotionals, devotionals, devotionals. All right. So if you're tuned into V180 or you go over to the V180 website, every now and then on the devotional, you might hear Drum and Jacobus reading it out. Yes. I'm not going to hype it up. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm doing, you know, just I'm doing my, doing my thing. Now, uh, what you do want to hype up, though, is uh, Robbo just popped his head in and he, and he noticed uh, your new whip out in the uh, car park. Oh, yes. I have just bought an RX-8, a bright red car with a spoiler and a sunroof for people who don't know about cars. Yeah, red goes faster, right? <laughs> yeah, red right? goes faster. Exactly. <laughs> Lightning, Lightning McQueen, uh, you know, it's coming back to me from my oh, childhood. And okay. I've, so I'm it's my to, fault for showing you Lightning McQueen when you're about two. I guess so. I'm, I, I I need to get like a big 95 sticker to put on the front of it, like the sticker eyes right. on it. Right. Absolutely. Oh, and I like you're totally. even wearing a, a red hoodie and the red cap today as well. You know, I have to match the car. Exactly. Matching, matching. I love it. I love it. All right. There, there you go. If you've got any uh, RX8 stories out there or you uh, rev heads listening to the podcast, get in touch. I'll put you in touch with Drummond and uh, you can do a bit of a, uh, I don't know what, a, a RX8 meet, yeah, car, car meet together. <laughs> Uh, uh, we got a great we got a great show for you today. Uh, we've got some a lot of fun stuff. It, it was an action packed one. Mm-hmm. Riley Clemens, a uh, bit of an interview from her. Uh, we talked about board games. Yep. Uh, headline a deadline mm-hmm. and a very special marriage uh, advice. Marriage advice, and uh, I, I won't spoil what happens. But uh, day two of Where's Robbo? <laughs> let's just say uh, doesn't go to plan. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, we'll be on the other side to say goodbye. But thanks for downloading the podcast. Rise and shine with DJ Payne and Bell Thompson. Oh, welcome to the show, the lovely Bell Thompson. <laughs> Good morning. You're looking resplendent today in your scarf. Why, thank you. It was a bit chilly out there this morning, <laughs> so I think I'll probably lose it by later, but yeah, yeah, last well, chance to get out some of those winter things. <laughs> I, I try to keep the studio a bit chilly in here, so you might need it in here as <laughs> it's well. It's pretty much your fault. I wasn't going to say that, but... <laughs> You're allowed to blame it on me. You're allowed to blame it on For me. For those that, do, that don't know and can't see, DJ is always here in usually some kind of Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> and, and I'm like wearing all the layers. <laughs> I do like the studio cold. I do like the studio cold. Hey, now, uh, someone who is coming to, to our shores in November, and we're encouraging you to get tickets right now, is Jeremy Camp. He's coming down down here. He has been here once before for a tiny little industry tour. I think it was like back in 2008 or 2009. Wow. But this is it. This is the proper tour. The whole family's coming. The it's wife. It's going to be good. The three kids. The entire <laughs> band. He's doing Australia. He's doing New Zealand. He cannot wait. So uh, where, where can we uh, where can we see him across Australia? Yeah, so many places in Perth, Melbourne, Newcastle, Sydney, the Gold Coast and Brisbane. So those dates are all throughout November from yep. the 6th to the 15th. Okay. And yeah, all sorts of places. So you can, you can find somewhere probably that's reasonably close to you. 
<laughs> and I've and I've I've heard uh, I've heard from the uh, concert promoters that some of the VIP tickets and the uh, better seating, like the front rows, are beginning to sell out mm. right now. So if you want to get in there and get a great seat, you might want to book uh, sooner than later. You can do all of that over at vision.org.au. Have a look for the Jeremy Camp banner. Click on it and get those tickets today. Cannot wait to have him down here. Wait a minute. Are you telling me Vision's breakfast show is now available around the clock and on demand? Incredible. The Rise and Shine podcast. Rise and Shine. That's the afters. God is with us. I've also heard on the grapevine that the afters might be coming to Australia in 2024. Wow, Australia's the place to be. I know, I know. It's absolutely huge. <laughs> it's hey, uh, I, I'd see here, you've, you always come in with a thermos or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the what, the what, collection. The, what have you got in your thermos this morning? Well, you can never have too much tea. <laughs> the DJ is, <laughs> is my theory. So actually in this thermos that's here, yes. sitting here, I have two types of tea because I couldn't decide. All right. Ginger so, tea. Yeah. And also one called longevity tea, which is a blend. Okay, so in in that tea, if would I be right? You ready for this? Ready for the ready for the most amazing segue ever? Yes. In that tea, would I would I say that it's a double shot? <gasps> Absolutely. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. Two songs, <laughs> one artist. It's the Rise and Shine Double Shot. Uh, let's get uh, now talking about longevity teas. Uh, let's talk about someone who's had a longevity career, Mr. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh, absolutely, I got a lot of respect for him. He's he's absolutely incredible. Uh, now we every now and then we jump over to social media and we say, "Give us a suggestion for a wake up call or a double shot." The fantastic Kevin Powell, big shout out to Kev there, has jumped on board and he says, "All right, a guy in 1994 handed me a small." tape player and a cassette and said you need to listen to this song i sat down and pressed play and as uh, as he left me with the tape player the great adventure stephen curtis chapman was a song i love it it is still so good especially the line we're gonna leave long face religion in a cloud of dust behind uh so uh let's let's go for it now i'm gonna do do something a little bit different uh, let's play instead of the original, which came out in 1992. Let's play the 25th anniversary version. Sounds good. I've he's never, a great songwriter. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. I, I've never heard this version. Yeah, it features Bart Millard from oh, awesome. uh, Mercy Me. Love him too. So uh, let's get into a bit of Stephen Curtis Chapman double shot this morning and uh, turn it up as we play it out for care. Uh, Belle, uh, you didn't get to catch up with uh, Riley Clements when she was here. You were busy. You were busy with the family. Uh, I got to bring her into the studio. We, we've had a few different chats, and I've got a big, long interview I'm going to put out there as a podcast. Uh, I want to play uh, the beginning of it here. Uh, we're basically having a chat to her. I realize that she was the biggest fan of Australia in general. Wow. Why would you not be too? I know. I know. I look forward to hearing this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I asked her, I asked her, I said, you just might be the biggest, biggest Aussie fan. Yep. And yep. I've I got to say, out of all the Americans that come in here and think they can do an American accent, yours isn't too bad. Oh, you mean an Aussie accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah straight, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much. Okay. I literally... Th- I'm trying not to cry. I'm trying to hold it together. That means so much to me. <laughs> Did we get that on video? Can we please show my family? They're going to lose their minds. They were like, Riley, you are going to wear everybody out with your wow. accent. Really? Really? Because yeah. you busted an Australian accent out over there. That's all the time, DJ. Okay. What's your favorite Australian experience? What are the things you, oh. you walk around saying? 
Uh, how are you going? It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty good. The N, the N is very hard. What yeah. do you like with saying, okay, I'll give you a phrase, yeah. um, you know, blah, 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 blah. no thanks. No thanks. Pretty, pretty, oh, I'm giving you yeah, a no 90%. thanks. No thanks, no. The no is, that's. Yeah, no thanks. Very hard for an American to yeah, do. Very I'm very yeah. impressed. Thank you. I'm very impressed. I give you a, I give you a honorary Australian pass. How's that? Stop <laughs> it. You can't be saying things like that or I won't leave. This is the idea. We want you to stay here. We want you to be here. I love Australia. The coffee is so good. Yes. The food yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Breakfast yeah. culture is is very important yeah. here and I'm into it. <laughs> I am into it, y'all. It's good. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're very excited about the new album coming out. Here, here's, here's, here's a question for you. Uh, been a fan of yours for a while. Been playing your music. You. Uh, getting ready for you to come to Australia. Very excited. Doing research on you. This is what I couldn't handle because you're you're like a babe. You're only you know I mean that in not in looks. I'm talking about in age. I'll take both. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll take both. I'm 23, so yeah, I guess so. You're just a baby. You're just so young. You're just yeah. so young, and Thank you've been you. doing and you've been doing it for so long. Yep. You know you you got started early. You got signed early. You've been you know releasing albums for you know what since 2017, 2018, 2018. Yeah, well, 2017, 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like amazed. So here's my question to you, like. You're so young. And when I do research on Riley Clemens, I'm getting websites dedicated to your love life. I'm getting oh, websites. I can find out your, your net worth on, <laughs> on some sort of dodgy wiki wiki page. I'm finding That's like- not accurate, by the way. <laughs> I sent that in the family group, the net worth bit. Apparently, if you're worth millions and millions of dollars. I know. I know. I sent it to my brother one day and I was like- just FYI, yeah, I think my dad also screenshotted the net worth button and sent it to me, and I was like, "This is hilarious." So it's good your family's in on it, but here's here, that's yeah. that's great because that sounds like it's very grounding having your family. Yeah, it going, is. What's going on here? It this is ridiculous. But my question to you: Does it ever get to you at the age? Like, I think I would have lost my mind at twenty three. I don't. Mm. I think I would have lost touch with reality completely, and drifted off into la la land. If if I was your age, and I've got all these websites, you know. Publishing every detail, combing through my Instagram and all this type of stuff. How do how do you say grounded? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, yeah. there's no other way to say it. I think I've gotten used to it a bit since I started so young. That yeah. my entire adult life has been yeah. in somewhat of the public eye, which has been a huge blessing. But yeah, I mean, there have been moments where it's definitely been hard. Yeah, uh, just because you feel like you have so many eyeballs on you, and mm. you know, you want to. I want to be a good role model. I want to be all of these things, and. Um, the reality is, though, I'm a 23-year-old woman and I'm going to make mistakes and I'm going to learn as I go. And I think that that's an important part of the music I create and mm. the messaging that I put out. Mm. It's very much we're all in this together. As a as somebody who loves Jesus, I don't want to ever put on uh, the show of, yeah, look at how good, like, I'm. I, look how perfect this is. Yeah. Look at how figured out I've got it. Because yeah. yeah. that just couldn't be farther from the truth. Yeah. I love Riley Clemens, absolutely an amazing young performer, only 23, Mm -hmm. head screwed on straight and just uh, cannot wait to see uh, the further relationship she has with Australia uh, as she comes on down again. Right now, let's get into one of her her classics. This is Broken Prayers, Riley Clemens on Rise and Shine. I've been taught how to talk to you, hold it together, make the bad look better, say Great conversations and great friends. The Rise and Shine podcast. It's your Friday on Rise Hooray, and Shine. Friday. 
Now, someone who loves a Friday is the fantastic Tracy Weir from the news team. <laughs> who doesn't um, love a Friday, though? Yes, yes. Uh, she's all about the weekends here. And uh, this is where we play Headline or Deadline. Rise and Shines. Headline. Or deadline. Uh, now, I, again, I'm just making up. But this Your is segues the, this morning are I know, amazing. I know, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm giving people an example of fake news. This is what this is all about. I mean, Tracy, <laughs> she lives for the news. She's uh, an amazing news uh, broadcaster. But uh, today she gets to uh, get some mess with us a little bit as she gives us either a headline or a deadline. One is true, one is false. Let's see if you can spot the one, Tracy. What is today's headline or deadline? Good morning with a rise and shine headline or deadline. I'm Tracy Weir. Which is a headline and which is a deadline? Father unwittingly lets child swim with a red-bellied black snake or the golden-tipped bat has taken out Australia's mammal of the year. Headline or deadline? Which is the headline and which is the deadline? I, I for one... No idea. No idea... <laughs> I mean, the mammal thing, do we give out a Mammal of the Year award in Australia? I would not know. I not something I would follow. No, no, I wouldn't put a pass this, doing that. We love we love giving, uh, you know, Australians love giving themselves awards here. So uh, maybe we do give out a mammal. Red belly black snake, I wouldn't be letting my kids swim anywhere near a red belly. But how many times have you accidentally done crazy oh, look, things I've, with your kids? That yes, you- <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I've accidentally stood on a red belly black snake probably about 10 times right. in my life. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. So, give us those headline and deadline again, Tracy. Father unwittingly lets child swim with a red belly black snake or the golden tip bat has taken out Australia's mammal of the year. Listen, if you've got any idea, call right now to win a fantastic prize. <laughs> And we are playing Headline or Deadline. Rise and Shines. Headline or Deadline. Uh, we've uh, we've got uh, uh, two headlines from Tracy in the news team there. And uh, one of them's real. One of them's fake. We've asked you to give us a call on 1-800-316-316. We've got Owen from Serena on the line. <laughs> Let's have a listen to the two, uh, the, to the two headlines again. And you can uh, decide which one you're going to go for. Let's have a listen to Tracy. Father unwittingly lets child swim with a red belly black snake or the golden tip bat has taken out Australia's mammal of the year. Oh, Owen, we're we're, we're divided here about which one it could be. (laughs) What do you think? I think I'll go the version A because, yeah, I think we're all, we can be in danger, not even know it ourselves. Okay, you're going for the snake. That's a true point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, off air, uh, Bell, you were saying you reckon it's the red belly black that's, snake as that's well. That's the one I would pick. It does sound very Australian to me, so let's have a listen to Tracy. Tracy, is it the snake? Headline or deadline, you've chosen the story Father unwittingly lets child swim with a red belly black snake. That is a deadline. It is not a true story. Oh, no. Oh, Davis, there uh, you go. There you go. I Little say that was a good pretty, guess. Uh, well, I won a I won a twenty five meter breaststroke once. No joke. <laughs> so you reckon you could have swum away from it if it was real? Hey, let's have a listen to the real headline here. This is uh, the uh, the mammal of the year. Headline oh, or deadline? Yeah, you've chosen the story. The golden tipped bat has taken out Australia's mammal of the year. That is this week's headline. It is a true story. Oh, there you go. The golden so tip bat has been so crowned far. Australia's <laughs> mammal of the year. The poll, conducted by science magazine Cosmos, received oh, tens of thousands of votes. The dingo oh, and the wow. critically endangered Gilbert's potteroo came in second and third respectively. 
the golden-tipped bat has taken out Australia's Mammal of the Year. That is this week's headline. Well, uh, sorry oh, about that, go. Owen. You, uh... That's OK, DJ. Yeah, no, we had a potteroo, but <laughs> I'll have to look that one up. <laughs> We've all learnt something this uh, morning. Yeah, you been... must be out the back somewhere. That'd be right. Exactly. So exactly. Gone out the back, or <laughs> out the front. Oh, boy. Mammal and of the Year. And <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, thanks, Owen, for your call this morning. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, you got pipped by uh, the Mammal of the Year. Yeah, gosh, and and golden tip at that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, bless you, mate. Have a good day. You too. God bless. Oh, Bye. I love, I love Owen there from Serena. That is absolutely fantastic. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, not a winner this mm-hmm. morning. Uh, that so, fake uh, news sounds real, doesn't it? <laughs> when really, it's said in a confident voice. I know, I know. She tricks us every time with that <laughs> newsreader voice of hers. Tracy, oh no! Do you remember? Do you remember uh, good old Maxwell Smart? You know, did you ever yes, watch Maxwell I Smart? Yes, I did. You know that every time at the end, where, where where Max would say, you know, the chaos agent would be dead somewhere, or a spy would be dead. And he said, if only they used their talents for niceness yes. instead of evil. If only Tracy would use her talent. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Well, aren't we glad? That she does 99% yes, exactly, of the time. It's only exactly. us she tries to trick that's it, <laughs> on a Friday that's morning. It. Hey, uh, we've got uh, we've got some great stuff on the way, including finding about your favourite board games. Don't go anywhere. Subscribe and listen to the Rise and Shine podcast in the Free Vision app. It's easy and available everywhere. We love to do a Friday fave, and we're going to do one in just a moment in light of uh, school holidays. Maybe you've got a board game or two up your sleeve that you'd yes, like to play. Yes, we'd love to hear what are your favourite board games? What what helps get your family together? What inspires a bit of fun there? Mm. And the reason this came up actually yeah. was last night I was just reading some news and one of the headlines that caught my attention was board game renaissance underway. Oh, really? Yes. And so according to this article, there's just it's part of just a broader offline movement. So yes. you know, everyone's a bit addicted to their screens oh. and just there's this under current of people becoming dissatisfied with that and discovering board games like a whole new generation just going it. this is really fun. Well it's funny it's one, one of the one of the websites that I'm uh, I won't say addicted to but I love to check out occasionally mm-hmm. um, my wife's uh, my wife hates it so Benita turn off for a second <laughs> uh, is I love I love the Kickstarter website Kickstarter is mm-hmm. where people put up ideas get the funding and then they put out the you know yes. you basically pre-sale, yeah. pre pre selling it one of the most popular categories on there every week, mm-hmm. board games. Oh, wow. Board games. People coming up with ideas for board games, raising the money for the games, and then putting them out. That's so, so good. My son actually asked me the other day, who invents all the board games, Mum? So there you go. Say, so you can. <laughs> it could inv- be you. Yes, yes. Get it out there. Get it out there. Belle and DJ here with you on your Friday. And uh, we like to do a bit of a Friday fave. Mm. Yeah, the, the, the collected wisdom of the Vision family, pulling it all together, and maybe we can give some tips and tricks for everybody there. Absolutely. Uh, you've come up with a great one for school holidays. Board games. Yes. We know, what is your favourite board game? All right. Well, let's. I'll turn it on to you. Mm-hmm. What, what's What's your favourite? Oh, I reckon I have two. Okay. Two top favourite board games. One would be Pictionary because oh. that is just fun. It's hilarious. Classic. <laughs> you don't Classic. have to be good at drawing. Yes. Um, but the other one I, that our family, like my the, my family growing up, always yep. used to play was Risk. 
Oof. I know. Uh, you love it or hate it, don't you? But I, I think <laughs> look, it is my my son likes to play my oldest son Drummond. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Drummond there. He uh he 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 bought a risk board game after playing it once. Yes. So competitive. <laughs> it's so, so competitive. competitive. And it goes for hours yes. as well. But yes. we just we developed all these hilarious family traditions that went along with it. Oh, yeah, you've got the alliances and stuff. But, like, for instance, my brother, every time that one of his armies would get knocked out, and, you know, you have hundreds of pieces on the floor, he would pick it up and kiss it and say, you served me well. And it would take him, like, forever to get all his pieces off. So, (laughs) That just brings back really fun memories for me. Okay, I'm going to give a shout-out to to, uh, Catan, the classic Catan Mm -hmm. game. I love that. I'm looking for uh, some wheat. I'm looking for some bricks. I'm looking for uh, some other materials over there. (laughs) Shout-out to all my Catan players. And uh, one that I like, I mentioned Kickstarter before, buying board games and stuff. And when I say people are putting board games up there, they're becoming millionaires. People, I know multiple people who've become millionaires by inventing a board game putting it out there, getting it crowdfunding and, and going gangbusters. One of them is a guy who's done a few different board games and he worked out a really clever mechanic for a game. Now, don't get triggered by the name of the game. The game is called Secret Hitler. Oh, Secret, please tell me. Yeah, yeah, Secret Hitler. It's one of those games, I don't know if you've ever played uh, Werewolf, uh, Mafia or things like that where, you know, there's, there's someone organising the game. People have to close their eyes. Mm-hmm. Something happens. And then mm. it's basically the mechanic of, of the game is throwing everybody off the scent by lying and, and, and making sure that they don't know that you're one of the fascists trying to get Hitler mm. so into power. It's all about detective skills. It is. It's, it's very funny. It's very funny. It's a really clever mechanic in that one. But we would love to hear your board game favourites. What are the family favourites and what can you recommend? Maybe something off the beaten track that we haven't heard of before that we've got to keep an eye out for. Here we're talking Friday favourites. Today we're talking board games in line of school holidays just around the corner. What are the board games that you're absolutely loving? And we've had some comments on our socials. Yes, this is fun. So a few people have mentioned Catan. Oh, bravo. We've, we've got Dutch Blitz there. Oh. There's Narelle says, uh, there's a game called Spy Alley, which she says is a lot like Cluedo, but okay. better. So you basically guess the identity of your fellow spies before they get to their mm. base. So that sounds fun, Spy Alley. Uh, Vicky says Splendor. Ticket to Ride, Catan and Bang. Another one. Ticket to Ride. Let me just put it out there. Ticket to Ride is one of the most boring games I've ever played. (laughs) I haven't played it, but it's in Vicky's top. Sorry, Vicky. Sorry. I'm going to, you know. We'll play one of the other games together, and uh, whoever wins that can decide whether we play Ticket to Ride, all right? <laughs> now, Jane Stevens backs me up with Pictionary. Okay. You know, another one I'd throw in there is Uno. How good is Uno? Yeah, well, now we're getting into card games. Are they different to board games? Ooh, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> You're putting them all. They're played on a table there. Uh, we've got the wonderful Grace from upstairs says uh, she is uh, loving Dominion. Such a fantastic game, and there's so, so many expansion packs, stacks of different ways to play it. One of the best gifts that we got for our wedding. Oh, cool. Great wedding gift yeah, idea. A board game. Definitely. A board game. And we're asking you to give us a call this morning if you've got a favourite board game, 1-800-316-316. We've got Dean from Inverell on the line. Hey, do you have a favourite board game? Yeah, got to be Trivial Pursuit. Oh, classic. Ooh, yep, yep. Classic, the old the old wheel with the wedges in it. I have not played yeah, that game for a long look, time. Um, Me neither. When I was younger, um, going to a living skills centre in Croydon in Sydney, uh, living skills is activity centre for people with mental illnesses. Yes. And um, we used to get uh, all these pretty OT students coming in to um, do placements. 
anyway, um, me and a mate uh, would drag out the Trivial Pursuit board and stun them with our general knowledge, but they didn't know that uh, we were reading the questions and the answers in between in between um, visits from students. So you guys basically memorised the answers and then uh, yeah. had them all lined up ready to go. Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe that's one way to get your trivia in there. I don't know. I don't know, Dean. Uh, did, uh, were the girls impressed? Oh, very impressed, yeah. <laughs> Are the lengths that fellas will go to to impress a girl. Uh, I love it. Okay, Trivia Pursuit, we'll put it down there, Dean. All right, no worries. See you later, guys. Thanks, Dean. Uh, there we go. Trivia Pursuit, who knew? Nothing uh, more impressive than guys randomly knowing obscure Prime Minister's names. Yeah, the and- gir- I'm sure the girls were swooning, swooning, fanning Absolutely. themselves. Fanning themselves. There you go. Well, who knew? Board games, a-, a, way to, uh, a way to pick up the ladies. Dating advice there. with Dean from Inverell. <laughs> Hey, we want to get your favourite board games on the board here. We've heard Katan a few times. I'm mm-hmm. happy with that. Pictionary's coming up there. Uh, Trivia Pursuit, if there's anything else that you think we need to hear about, give us a call right now, 1-800-316-316. We want to hear your favourite board games. We're talking board games. Bell Thompson, DJ Payne here. And on the line this morning, all the way from Adelaide, we have Bernard. How are you this morning? Well, thank you. Now, you've got a couple of board games up your sleeves you want to tell us about? Yes. All right. Uh, Scotland Yard. Oh, classic. Mm. I don't know whether you're familiar with it, but it's a a map of London with various modes of transport. Yes, I know it well. I used to to have it as a kid. You've got different ways. You can go on, uh, yeah. like, th- some ways are faster Actually, than others, yes. Correct. <laughs> What's uh, the next one? one that I used to play as a teenager is called The Game of Nations. Game of Nations? Is that a little bit like Risk? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. I don't know what Risk is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it's set in a fictional oil-bearing region of Kark. Okay. <laughs> and each player has a number of leader pieces Oh, you wow. can be a king, a politician, a dictator, or a gorilla, that, and you also have a spy. Oh, and the spy has to move four spaces each time. Yeah, uh, and it costs you money to move the leader pieces, depending on what they are, and you need to have uh, a number of oil wells. Okay, and Look. a matching number of ships. To take the oil away I, for your income, basically. So okay, okay, but but I I I, I, I I love this type of game, but I know that people right now are going. This sounds like the most boring game. <laughs> No, I feel like it's wet my appetite for board games. Thank I'm gonna you, have to look it up. I'm going to have to look it up here. Uh, hey, hey, thanks, buddy. Thanks so much for giving there are us a no call. Winners. No, win- there are I- no winners. No winners. Oh, really? Survivors. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, thanks so much for your call this morning, mate. By, by the way, this is also my 44th wedding anniversary today. Oh, oh congratulations. Well done. Amazing. Well done. Hey, let's get a little bit of a sneak peek in. For We're going to do this uh, in, in, about, in about 10 minutes. We're going to be talking about marriages, wedding advice, all that type of stuff. Let, let's get a sneak peek. Bernard, your 44th wedding anniversary. What's the one piece of advice that you share with the newly married couples? Uh, let God choose your partner. Oh, oh, Fantastic. that is good. That is good. Hey, on that note, we'll uh, we'll leave you to it. Thanks for the call this morning. No worries. Have All a good right. day, guys. See Bless you, Bernard. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, we're asking you to give us a call about your board games this morning. Absolutely. And we've got Judah from Mackay in Queensland. Have you got a favourite board game? Yeah, it's a game called Pandemic. 
pan- wait, hang on, hang on. You're triggering me here, Judah. <laughs> uh, pandemic, what do you have to do in the pandemic? Save the world from viruses. Okay, okay. Now, is this an old game or has it just come out recently? A newer game. I okay, think. okay. Uh, and are you, now, Judah, when you play it with the family, who often wins? It's a working together game. Oh. oh, even better. And hey, Judah, how old are you? Twelve. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And and it's good for all the all the family. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's a really fun game. Oh, okay, hang on. Who's that? Who's that, Judah? That's Benji, my little brother. He likes to play it as well. And how old's Benji? Uh, 11. Okay. All right, turning 11. Okay, Judah, Benji from Mackay, you guys are absolute legends. Thank you so much for your call this morning. Uh, One last question. Are you about to start school holidays? Yeah. Okay, what do you got planned for school holidays? Um, I think we're going away the second week, but I don't know. Okay, okay. Hello. Enjoy that. Make sure you pack the pandemic and <laughs> <laughs> the board game, that, that is. <laughs> what was Thank that one? Thank you very much. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, that is too cute. Okay, Judah, Benji, big shout-out to them. Uh, playing Pandemic. I've never heard of that game before. <laughs> what I a fun family, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. We love your board game comments, so uh, you can get them into us over on our Facebook page and our Instagram at Vision Radio is where you want to search for that one. You found the podcast of Vision's breakfast show, Rise and Shine. Rise and Shine. And this is the final day that we get to uh, celebrate, I guess is the right word, the marriage week yes. around Australia. Teaming up with a lot of other Christian uh, media organisations around Australia to shine that spotlight on marriages because strong marriages lead to great kids, great kids and great families lead to stronger nations, stronger countries, stronger communities. Absolutely. It's a win-win all the way around. Absolutely. So we're asking you for your marriage advice. Give us that one bit of marriage advice. Imagine you've got a young couple about to tie the knot in front of you. You've got one moment to tell them one piece of advice. What would you give them? We're asking you to give mm-hmm. us a call. 1-800-316-316. We've got Andrew on the line from Townsville. Do you have some marriage advice for us? Yeah, we married 50 years this year. Wow. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Yeah, just be humble. Admit your faults and be humble. I like it. Be humble. Was that something that that took you a little while to learn? 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) And you finally got it down pat now. Next 50 years should be fantastic (laughs) then. <laughs> Fantastic, Andrew. I love it. I love it. All right, we're writing this one down. Be humble. Some great marriage I advice. Love that. Thank you. Thank you for the great show, you guys. Oh, thank you, thank Andrew. You. All right, and congratulations on 50 years. Thank you. God bless you, guys. God oh, bless you, Andrew. Thank you for calling. All right, now, uh, be humble. I've written that one down. There's some great advice coming to us over on our Facebook and our Instagram at Vision Radio. There really is, and I love doubt. So Prudence says, laugh with each other and often. <laughs> and then, I know, picking up on that theme, Nicole says, laugh a lot. She says, my former neighbour asked me once what we did at our place. So much laughing, she uh, said. <laughs> that is, look, I, I, can I, can I, this, she's, if I had one piece of advice, it would be around about this. Yes. And I would tie it into what Andrew just said, because I think to really laugh 
I know we like to say we don't laugh at each other, we laugh with each other, but all the really good marriages and the old the old marriages where I, I want to be with those people and they've been married for a long time, they are very happy to laugh at each other. I guess and, the trust is so firmly established. And right? there's a humility there's a humility there and a and a, and a and a you know, a loss of pride where you know, you know, when you're being silly, you know when you're being over the top and being able to laugh at one another is able to bring it you know, bring the marriage closer. You sort of feel a bit safer. It it takes the you know if if things are getting a little bit heated or things are getting a little bit annoyed. Once somebody starts laughing at the situation, it diffuses the mm-hmm. situation. And I I really do believe that a godly household uh, should be known for its laughter. Absolutely, I, I, I think there should be a lot of laughter in there. So I love those pieces of advice. Big shout out to Nicole and uh, who was the other person who Prudence. gave us some Prudence? Prudence and Nicole. You're on my tip here. Hey, uh, we want to hear from you, and uh, I want to hear from you as well, Belle, to hear what your marriage advice would be. We're getting your marriage advice, and we're looking for those little nuggets that you've used in your life that you would be sharing with uh, someone. Imagine a, a young married, a young couple coming up to you, mm-hmm. and they go, give us that piece of advice. What would you do? I'm asking you to give us a call on 1-800-316-316. We've got Colin from Warwick on the line. Do you have any marriage advice for us? You might be right. You might be wrong. But if it causes separation, you're both wrong. Oh, Ooh, yeah. That sounds, that. Like, that sounds like something that should be on a plaque on the wall in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at our place especially. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, be, 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 give, give your wife a shout out there. What's her name? Her name's Sheila. All right. Now, uh, now, have you two learned that learned uh, that over the years, where you can uh, one can be right, one can be wrong, but if you're causing division, it's both wrong. Is has that been yeah, a practical I'll, thing? Yeah. I'll see, I'm normally right, and she's normally wrong. Oh but- no! no. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes on with it. <laughs> oh, dear, now, listen, mate. I, I wanted to ring you. I tried to ring you the other day when you were talking about long marriages, and I might have actually won the prize because. Um, you said you didn't have anyone there that had, you know, been ringing in, but we'd only been married, will be 14 years, but I wanted to glorify God that um, I was a drug addict, alcoholic, and a oh. cigarette smoker until I was 35, and, and I got radically saved, and seven years later, God introduced me to a beautiful young woman, and at 48, I had my first child. Wow. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. Amazing and story. Before I had my last one, so I got boy, girl, boy. I oh, love oh, it. What a story! Yeah. Oh, transformation! Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I'd never been married before. I had on and off relationships. Nothing worked because I didn't know how to how to have relationship with anybody until I met Jesus. Amen. Amen. Man, it's amazing, isn't it? I love the fact that the way that when Christ comes into your life, He transforms yeah. all of it. And uh, how much he loves he loves family, and fa- he uses family yeah. in our life to make us into the men he he wants us and women he wants us to be. Bless you, buddy. Have a good one. You too. You too, mate. Good talking to you. Oh, thank you, Colin. Good talking to you. What a what a wonderful testimony. Hey, listen. Uh, let's have a listen to one more song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll come back on the other side of that. I want your marriage advice, Bell Thompson. Okay. All right. You ready? Coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> Marriage advice, and we've got some great comments 
happening over here on Facebook and on Instagram. Ruth, Ruth's one here, and there's a couple like this. Ruth mm. says, communication with each other, not at each other. And a couple other comments there about communication. Mm. That is a massive part of Absolutely. marriage. Absolutely. Actually, so you asked my advice, and yeah. Phil and I were talking about this last night, just preparing, and I was thinking... I honestly think communication is – so we have good communication. I think that's why we have a good marriage. Yeah. But I was thinking, what's the practical – how can you actually practically work that into your marriage? Like it's one thing to say communicate well. I think for us – one of the things that has been – this is like a superpower we learned early on in our marriage. And it was we have once a week – so for us it's Sunday night. We just call it Sunday night. Yes. And um, it's, like, it's like a planning meeting, but it's so much more than that. So we set aside the night. We make sure that's free every week. Put the kids to bed. We pray and we just it. say, God – this week that's coming, we are we are here, we are listening, yep. um, and we get out the wall planner and we just say, God, look at our commitments for this week. Is there are there things that should be moved? Are there things that should be changed? Do you have different priorities? And then it's it's amazing the clarity we get the, on those Sunday ahead. nights. Yeah. It's just having that time each week. Like we sort out fights we've had in the week. Yep. We um, it's like practical stuff too. Like we just, hey, are you home for dinner every night this week? Oh, yes. okay, it's, we've got this on. Oh, hey, that's a clash. It's just it has stopped so many bad surprises. <laughs> did you did you both naturally come into the marriage with that type of you know? you know, wisdom or were you both good communicators when you start uh, off with? Well, I think we were reasonably good communicators only because, so for me, when I was younger, I got counselling, just working through my own um, uh, issues from family of origin. Yes. And I think that really helped me just look, the skills I learned in yes. several years of counselling were things that I was like, thank you, Jesus, for helping me sort this stuff out before I took it into so you knew the So you knew the value of good communication oh, when you walked totally. in. And yeah. obviously that's something that we still, we have to work on all the time. But for me, the practical thing of having one night in the week where we are committed to each other, yes. to our marriage, we pray for our kids, yep. we consider their commitments and what we should say yes or no to. And Fantastic. <laughs> so, honestly, at the end of that, we often look at each other, we're like, oh, we have made pivotal decisions that yeah. we never would have thought of if we hadn't made space. It sounds like a three-way communication Total. to me. It's, oh, it's you 100%. two and God working together. There, I love yes. it. All there, and I mean, it reflects my husband. He is the wall planner king. I am. I am creative. <laughs> I am not organized, and so I think it helps a lot of tension in our marriage to get kind of diffused before it becomes a I love thing. It. That's such a, <laughs> such a good piece of advice. We love all your pieces of advice. Keep them coming over on our socials. Hold on to your hats and put down that phone. It's another podcast exclusive. Rise and shine caller. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Margaret. you got some marriage advice for us. Oh, yeah. I was just listening a few minutes ago. Uh, I would say unconditional love and um, continuous forgiveness. Oh, the two go hand in hand together, unconditional love and forgiveness. Uh, has that been something that's been your work, your walk, your journey? Yes, yes, it has been. Um, been married for 25 years. Yay. Um, everyone has, you know, no one is perfect, only yes. Jesus is. So I believe that there's going to be unconditional love and always forgive because yeah. everybody's always wrong. Yes, amen, <laughs> amen. True. Especially in a marriage. Uh, I love it, I love it there. Now give a shout out to your husband, Margaret. What's what's his name? Uh, Benson. Benson? Yes. 
Oh, what a what a what a great name! Uh, and uh, obviously a, a, a forgiving and uh, unconditionally lo- unconditionally loving husband. <laughs> oh, but it would be on my part, I think. Unconditional <laughs> love and forgiveness. I always have that because I believe that in every marriage there should be the key to yeah the success of it. Yeah, I love it. Definitely. I love well, that's it. working for you. Twenty five years in. Congratulations. That is a beautiful thing. Thank you. I uh, bless you. you. Awesome job. Thank oh, you. Thank, thank you, Margaret. Hey, one last question. Where's your accent from? Oh, Papua New Guinea. Oh, man, I could not place it. I was like, is that an Islander accent? But it's not Papua New Guinea. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and shout out to all Papua New Guineans. I believe they're going crazy this long weekend for the independence <laughs> <laughs> wherever they are. <laughs> I love it. I love it there. Hey, thank you, Margaret. Bless you heaps. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, Bella. See you later. Bye. Thanks for streaming the Rise and Shine Daily Podcast. Please subscribe to the show, rate it on your favourite podcast platform, and share the link on your socials. It all helps get the word out. It is day two of... Rise and Shine's Where's Robbo? Robbo. Oh, he's out. He's uh, in a new place, a new location. Day two, uh, we've got a brand new clue... And uh, let's see where he is, if we can work it out from this clue. Robbo, give us today's clue. All right, so I've told you this town is found in a valley, and today I'll say that the population is around 2,000 people. So around 2,000 people live in this town. Where do you think I am? A valley and 2,000 people. <laughs> That's all we've got to go. The other, the, the, Clear as mud. Exactly. The, now, you do need to be looking in the back of your word for today or on your V180 magazine and see all the vision stations. Mm. That'll, get, that'll get you leading in the right direction there. But we've had some wrong guesses yesterday. All right, Robbo's not in Mwoolumba, Kangaroo Valley, Bethany, Hewinville, Tanunda or Bathurst. Okay, none of those places. Cross them off your list. So you're thinking valley... And about 2,000 people. If you've got any ideas, Robbo, actually give us a clue again. Give us a clue again. All right, so I've told you this town is found in a valley. And today I'll say that the population is around 2,000 people. So around 2,000 people live in this town. Where do you think I am? All right. That's Rhett Walker Band, Come to the River. Listen, we're breaking in really quickly but to say we are doing Where's Robbo? And this is the first time it's ever happened. We've got no phone calls. <laughs> Bell, no one's ringing. <laughs> Robbo has stumped everybody. We're going to put on another song. If you are sitting back there going, you, I can't get through, nobody uh, answers my call. We're looking for your call right now. Where's Robbo? Take a stab. Let us know where you think he is. You've got for King and Country shoulders here. To give us a bell, 1-800-316-316. Rise and shines. Where's Robbo? Now, too funny. Uh, I think I think Australia is asleep this morning, a Friday. I'll oh, take a long I weekend. I can understand that. It is. It's been a busy week, and uh, you know we we did usually day two. We're getting a lot of calls, but uh, this morning, man, you you kept me waiting there. There was no calls, and then we've been bombarded. We've been bombarded with phone calls this morning. So we're looking forward to taking your calls right now. Let's go to our first caller. It's Lou in Bulladila. Lou in Bulladila. Where do you think Robbo is? I think Robbo's in Bulladila, oh. in the beautiful Nile Valley. Okay, so it's in a valley. What's the population? Around about 2,000? It's not quite 2,000, but mm. if you add, a, add the surrounds, it certainly is. Okay, I like it. I like it. All right, Lou, let's go to the man himself. Robbo, what do you think about Bulladila? Hey, great guess, but unfortunately, not correct. Oh. oh. 
Lou, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Not the beautiful Valley of Buller Dealer. Great. Thanks, DJ. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Let's go to Lachlan. Lachlan in Strathalbyn. Now, is this Lachlan who won the other day on Where's Robbo? That's correct. (laughs) He's back. He's back. He's going to push his luck. He's going to see if he can get two in a row. Uh, All right, Lachlan, where do you think Robbo is? Uh, It's just a wild guess. Um, I I think it's Bridgetown in WA. Bridgetown in WA. All right, let's go to the man. Robbo, what do you think about Bridgetown? I'd love to say you're warm. But I'll just say you're wrong. Oh, oh Lachlan. He's uh, been a bit mean to you there, I think. Lachlan, I don't know. All right, back to the drawing board, buddy. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, mate. See Have ya. a good one. All right, lastly, on the line this morning, all the way from Corralbin, it is the lovely Maz. How are you, Maz? I'm very well, thank you. Now, uh, you've been putting the clues together. You've heard the valley. You've heard the 2,000 people. So where do you think Robbo is? Corralbin Valley. Oh, is it fitting the clues? Is it fitting the clues that you've put together there? Is it? Is it got a population yep. of around about two thousand? Yep. All right. All right. Let's. Uh, you're very. You sound very confident there, <laughs> Maz. Let's oh, go. I am. <laughs> let's go to the man. Let's go to the man and see what he has to say. Robbo, is it Corralbin? Congratulations. You are right. That Whoa. is correct. Oh my goodness, Maz. Maz. It is day two. Only day two. That How is in the amazing. world? How in the world did you get that? Well, um, it's a valley. And yes. there's about 2,000 people, and nobody would get Corralbin Valley. <laughs> <laughs> You're using that insider knowledge from Corralbin there. I like it. Well, congratulations. You've won a prize. You're getting a DVD of Jesus Revolution, the brand-new film, for yourself to play at home there. Congratulations. Thank you. Well done, Maz. Now, can you stay on the line for us, and we'll grab your details in just a moment. But uh, you've uh, you've made Robbo. He's going to get back in the chopper now and have to go to a new place. <laughs> you have a lovely day. All you right. Too. Thanks, Maz. Stay there. We'll grab your details. Well, there we go. We've got Robbo. Uh, more work happening for him. Uh, Sorry about he's that, got, Robbo. He's, he's on the move over the weekend. <laughs> we'll play Have a New Brand New Town for you on Monday. Rise and shine with DJ Payne and Bell Thompson. Well, there you have it. Now you know uh, why there was no uh, extra bonus podcast clue mm-hmm. for Where's Robbo? Day the, two, it's gone. Ma- Maz took it out. Maz from Corralbin guessed it was in Corralbin. So uh, shout out to Maz there. Uh, just walks in, sneaks in, sneak attack, takes them, <laughs> takes everybody down. But uh, thanks to everyone uh, with their guests. Uh, now, uh, Belle, I know in some time over this month you're going somewhere. We have multiple trips. I yeah, I know. Excited, but this weekend, so it's the start of school holidays, yes. and I I don't know where we are going. It's okay. a it's a surprise. So my family has booked. Yeah. Somewhere. What? So my dad and his wife have have said we're going on a family holiday. Me, my brother, my sister, our whole family. Yeah. And they won't tell us where it is. So I'm I'm super this afternoon. What do you, what do you pack? Like I know. Jumpers? Exactly. Yeah. She like, said. What? She she said something good and some casual stuff too. <laughs> so I've got nothing. So I'm super swimmers? excited. Do, do you pack your togs? You pack your snow she did snow say coat? to bring togs. I know. I know exactly. Snow gear. No. Yeah. So I figure you can't. We can't get. We're in Queensland, so we can't get close enough to okay, snow okay, in, right. in a weekend in, in trip. Okay. So it's a weekend trip, it's and you're all going trip. by car. 
Yes. Okay, so it's drivable. Yes. All right, we so have nothing other than that. I'm very excited. So so from where we are at the Vision Hub here and where you guys live, where we live in southeast Queensland, you're either going up north to the sunny coast. Yep. Could be somewhere up there, or you could be going south down to the uh, you know the, the north coast of New South Wales, the Riverina yes. there. Yes. That would be my guess, to be yeah, honest. You're thinking but, south. But, yeah, you could be going west as well. Oh, west? What's out? What's I mean, out? you could I mean, be going east on a cruise too. But. Wow. <laughs> God, God bless all of our dear friends who love inland, live inland on, on Queensland there. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't oh, know. The we, country's beautiful. It though. is beautiful. But I, I am hoping for beach. Yes. So we'll see. Next right. week I'll tell you. All right. All right. We're on the edge of our seats Thompson's here. Thompson's Magical Mystery Tour is beginning in a few hours. I love it. I, I love can't it. wait. Drum, what do you, uh, what do you got planned for the weekend? Yeah, I'm filling up my car with petrol. It's really thirsty. <laughs> oh, boy. And oh I have boy. to put premium. Premium is really expensive. Oh, oh, boy. This is laments of a 19-year-old filling up petrol. <laughs> I tried to warn him, everybody. I tried to warn him. is too much. It is too <laughs> much. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, listen, if you've got any petrol tips for the boy, let us know. You can shoot us an email on riseandshine at vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.